Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm really excited about my next guest because I'm going to ask you this question. Have you ever heard of historical demography? Have you? It's a course of study that Dr. Stephen Ruggles has dedicated his distinguished career to over the past few decades. Now, Dr. Ruggles established the Integrated Public Use Microdata Series, or IPUMS, project in 1991 to dive into the changing demographics that make this nation what it is from the past to today. Now, that work is being recognized with one of the nation's highest academic honors, as Dr. Ruggles has been awarded as a 2022 MacArthur Fellow and will receive one of the famed genius grants from that organization. He joins us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Welcome, sir. What a pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Dr. Ruggles, how did this come to be? How did you know? What was the moment when you said, this is what we need to know? Well, um, I suppose that uh, it was in 1991 when I realized that uh, it was just too hard to try to figure out uh, uh, what has happened in our society over the last 150 years or so and uh, started uh, working on building this database uh, to to try to describe long-run changes, first in the United States and then uh, in, in other countries. So if you were to, the, for those that are listening and they're not quite sure why this is important, um, what give us one sentence that would really help them understand how important this is, because we have all been talking about um, how our demographics have been changing um, from day to day, not month to month or year to year or decade to decade, but isn't it really day to day? Yeah, well, it is day to day, but I look at the long run. I don't look at the uh, the short run fluctuations. Uh, uh, and it's the long run where you can really see the, the dramatic changes that are going on. I mean, uh, 150 years ago, we were a society that was uh, essentially an agricultural society where 
there weren't very many big cities. Uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't that different from 40,000 years ago. Uh, uh, and, and, and in the last couple of hundred years, uh, everything has been transformed. Uh, we we uh, have had uh, industrialization, urbanization, immigration, uh, and, and, and a, a massive demographic transition, a, a complete shift in the ways families uh, are, are structured. Uh, and, and all of this is uh, something that, it's been very hard to even find out what happened. And, and now we know, thanks to massive new data sets. So these massive new data sets. Okay, the clear thing for me is that we all know how important um, demographics really mean, not just to elections and that sort of thing, but to our world just the whole world. And I'm just wondering, where do we fare here in the United States when it comes to really understanding how important this is? Or are people really looking past it going, yeah, yeah, we've heard some of that before? Because this, to me, is seriously important. Yeah, well, I, I agree. And, and, you know, this is a, this is a golden age we're in, in in terms of historical demography and quantitative social and economic history generally we've had a, a data revolution uh, going on in the last uh, uh, in the last decade or so uh, uh, partly uh, through collaboration with genealogical organizations where we now have complete information for the United States on everybody who was enumerated between 1790 and 1950 uh, and, uh, and and within the Census Bureau We've got everything, everybody from 1960 to 2020. And so, and so we really have uh, an extraordinarily granular picture. And we can trace people across their lives and over generations uh, to see how people change over the life course. So we should, can look at, for example, geographic and social mobility uh, uh, in the 19th century compared with today. And, and what we've discovered is that for the first time, uh, we, we've discovered that uh, instead of economic opportunity opening up over time, the, 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 the ladder for success has been getting more and more difficult to climb. And also, people aren't moving as much as they used to. Back in the 19th century, most people moved between states uh, uh, over the course of their lives. Now, people are much more likely to stay their whole lives uh, in the county they were born in. It's so true. We have so many um, uh, Minnesotans who have never crossed over the the river to come into Minneapolis from St. Paul. So it's really quite remarkable. Let's talk a little bit about immigration and its effect on your, your findings. Well, immigration is, um, you know, obviously uh, uh, been uh, uh, um, a key former of our, our, of our nation, uh, uh, and we're, we're just now getting up close to the percentage of foreign-born population that we had uh, near the turn of the century, around uh, 1910, when uh, 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 the uh, first massive wave of immigration uh, uh, came along. Uh, and so, so we've been here before, um, and uh, um, now we're... we're Essentially, returning to that, but it, it it's uh, extraordinary. And in, in both periods, we find that um, 
the uh, 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 pace of assimilation uh, and economic upward mobility of immigrants is fantastic. Uh, and um, the uh, uh, immigrants, uh, kids in particular, uh, do better than the native born of native parentage. Um, and uh, so it's, it's something that strengthens the country. So where do you go next? What is your next move when you have uh, accomplished all that you have accomplished and you have so much data uh, to share with the world, not just us here in this country, um, of how this all works? But what is the next thing for you when it comes to knowing that we are moving, uh, we're not moving as much as we used to? What does that mean to our survival? Um, Are there other things we need to do that you could give us advice about when it comes to moving, um, trying to figure out what is my, where is my place? Where's my place? A lot of Americans, we don't know where our place is just yet. So tell us what's next. Well, what I'm, uh, one of the things I'm working on now is trying to figure out what's happening uh, with uh, marriage and cohabitation. You know, over the last 50 years, uh, the, the, the marriage rate has gone from the highest in our history to the lowest in our history by far. Uh, and, and now people are marrying at very late ages and, 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 you know, uh, it's not that it's being replaced by cohabitation because uh, 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 cohabitation is also declining now. Uh, and so what we have is more and more young people who are not partnered in any way. Uh, and it, it's unprecedented in history. It's not just in the United States. This is occurring uh, in all of the developed world. Uh, and uh, so... Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm trying to figure out what are the drivers of this. I think, you know, the, and there are a bunch of things, uh, and and one of them is that the economic opportunity for young people, particularly young men, uh, is uh, is is a lot lower than it was 40 or 50 years ago. My goodness, a lot lower. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the income of uh, men aged. Uh, uh, 25 to 29 years old uh, has declined in in real terms uh, for the median for the whole population by almost 40 percent. Uh, so uh, it's it's really stunning. I mean, people quote, "Oh, income's higher than than it was." Well, that's only because household income is higher, and that's because of the rise of uh, uh, female labor force participation. So now you have two earners. Back in 1960, you would have had one. But uh, the incentives, uh, uh, the marriageability of young men has declined dramatically. So I think that's part of the story, but I don't think it's the whole story. I also think that there's been a big cultural shift. When you talk about historical data, you know, I've often wondered, do they realize whether or not we were absolutely correct in in getting those numbers so that you can do what you do to make sure that we have the information? Because, you know, every time when when we didn't have um, computers and we didn't have um, ways of doing it like we do today, um, was is that a bad idea? Have we really been good at um, keeping these numbers close to us, knowing that we we know where we've been, where our people have been, because I know ancestry in our family really means a lot. You know, who went where, when, even back way back yeah. um, to, to maybe the 1800s even. So I just wonder about that as well. Yeah, well, I mean, generally speaking, the core source that we have, historical source 
that goes way back uh, is is the census. We had the first regularly scheduled census in the world uh, starting in 1790. Right. Uh, and generally speaking, the quality of the census has improved over the uh, centuries, uh, uh, but not lately, you know, and the 2020 census was kind of a disaster. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's partly due to, uh, you know, uh, Donald Trump trying to introduce a citizenship question at the last moment. But then we had the, the pandemic on top of that. And so uh, there's this huge undercount problem in 2020, particularly, particularly for minorities and especially for Hispanics. Um, and so so it's not like things just continuously get better, you know, and it gets harder and harder to take surveys and stuff like that because people people don't answer their phones anymore. Uh, you know, they screen everything and uh, it, it, um, it, it, you know, state, it, it, it is it is a difficult situation right now. Um, and it's compounded uh, in 2020 uh, in, in the period since 2020 by uh, the Census Bureau is going nuts about uh, disclosure control and uh, um, injecting random noise into the data that makes it uh, um, uh, unreliable as well. So, so uh, we're not in good shape at the moment. We're not in good shape. So when do you think we will be in better shape? Well, I'm hoping that the, uh, uh, um, the, the, the census fair will come to their census. One of the things we could do is start uh, collecting data from administrative sources uh, uh, if, because, uh, you know, there are a lot of, lot of uh, interactions people have uh, with uh, Social Security, uh, uh, IRS, uh, uh, and so on. And, and Census Bureau has been pretty hands-off in the past and not used these sources. But, you know, we might have to because uh, we, we do need the data. We need to know what's going on. We do need to know what's going on. But, of course, sir, as you already know, um, just collecting data, you can say that to different um, groups of people from all over the world, and many of us are just terrified of it because we don't know how much data is being collected. Some tell us that, no, 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 you'll know, and we'll only go so far, but we go further and further and further. Yeah, well, um, I mean, we haven't. Uh, and I mean, the government has not. The government doesn't have a very well integrated uh, data at all. Um, uh, the private sector, you know, uh, the uh, all the companies that are collecting data about us, but right. of course, people click and sign off on that. Uh, uh, you know, they they uh, people are happy to give up all their information uh, to to uh, uh, you know Facebook or or to the bank or to uh, you know all these people that uh, uh, um, sell the data then and um, so so I kind of I kind of think that um, if there's a threat to privacy it's it's much more the private sector than it is the government. Dr. Stephen Ruggles, I am so thankful that you joined us tonight, Professor of History and Population Studies at the University of Minnesota. You are so incredible. And I really look forward to more of your work. I hope that I can have you on again sometime. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, sir. (sighs) Bye-bye. Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 